Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spin NFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about why the Dolphins are the worst team in football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. Falcons stomped on them fins. I stomped on the fins. Chopped the fins off. We made like dolphin <laughs> fin soup up in that motherfucker on Sunday. Some like highly unethical soup. <laughs> if, you, if only there was a fly on the wall to see exactly how you were feeling throughout the game. I was extremely nervous <laughs> yeah so it was i just was like uh, we were both we're both from there's two torture fan bases and we're just sitting there just expecting our teams to lose it and then they finally both teams tried to lose oh yeah we tried our best absolutely it's like do you want it do you want it and do i was like and rob, rob was like he tried to reach over and shake my hand at one point like to say congratulations but it, it looked still, like it was over it yeah. was still in the middle of the drive and i was like i am not no offense but i ain't shaking your motherfucking hand right yeah. now like we there are a hundred ways next play fumble. there are a hundred ways we can <laughs> fuck this up right now next so, play fumble this is not over <laughs> matt ryan fumbled it and then yeah yeah kept us in we got, did what he could do man yes he did. Uh, it felt like he, I thought he quieted all of the rumors and stuff. Now the narrative has changed about that, Deshaun Watson. I agree. And we, I have some updates on that that I guess we could get into. Yeah, let's do it right, right away. Get let's into see. some news before we get into the uh, uh, let's flip and pick them. Let's see all what we got here. Well, okay. So the news apparently is that uh, your guy, the owner, what's his name? Uh, Ross, Stephen Ross. Exactly. Has kind of sort of gone cold on the idea mm-hmm. of a uh, of a of a Deshaun Watson trade which kind of It's ca- a bad idea. It's a supremely bad idea. Uh. uh a supremely bad idea that could only be made um by the guy who owns the uh Panthers. Um, <laughs> who I kind of want to save I I have something I'd like to say about him later. Um m- m- because it's it's part of and well, name, I guess David Tepper. Yeah, yeah. David it's Tepper. part of my shit got learned. Okay. Uh, so I kind of want to save my my real feelings. All right, we'll di- uh, we'll dive into David Tepper later. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other news things. Joe Flacco apparently has uh, been traded to the Jets now that back. Uh, he's back. He's back with the Jets. Okay. Uh, for those of you who didn't see, uh, what's oh, his yeah, name? Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson got folded up. Over the weekend, oh, his leg looked bad, man. Uh, apparently, they say he's only expected to miss like what two to fifteen okay. weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think it's two to. Two, they said two to four. Okay, so it's but probably they, like he's a sprain. having an MRI. They're sa- they're hope they're saying it's a sprain, but they oh, haven't yeah, had you the never MRI. Know, yeah. Um, man, Flacco over Newton. Yeah, interesting. He's got a big arm, though. Hmm. But Newton gives you two dimensions. I guess I, Flacco's more. I Wilson. feel like what Flacco's like, better. Why, w- w- why would you need a big arm? I mean, 
I mean, I get that Zach Wilson also has a big arm, but a it's really not like arm. it's not like you've established this like amazing offense that needs a, a, a quarterback replacement. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still a piece of shit. <laughs> All you need is a good quarterback. And who's probably going to have to run a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And Flacco is going to be a statue. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not like you have an offense that's already established itself as like being a deep threat type offense. Yeah, that's true. Good uh, point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... So you think Newton would have been better or what is, what's another free agent quarterback out there? Mm. Who else is out there? <clears throat> Yeah, good question. Who else is there? Flacco's out there. Were they talking about somebody not too long ago? I don't know. Whoever it is is going to be just digging in the crates kind of thing. Because mm. all the. Yeah. I um, guess Flacco it makes some sense. I don't know. We'll see. He looked really bad last <clears throat> time I saw him play. Yeah. Then he loses his job to some shady court. No, he took Darnold's job, right? Because he was in the Jets. Yeah. And when but they then got he wound up somewhere else, too, though, didn't he? I feel like he just pops know, up all over the yeah, place. Yeah. I don't know. He's like the, you know, used ten dollar prostitute of NFL <laughs> quarterbacks. Like he just like he's just going around the rest areas all over. America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want a quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> he's got like you know red cheeks and shit. That's funny. Uh, bad news for the Packers, who are probably going to be without Devonte Adams for their Thursday night matchup against the Cardinals. Mm. Uh, Devontae Adams, who is the best wide receiver in football, exactly because he's on the COVID list. Oh, he is, damn! He is vaccinated. Okay, so he'll and be you off could, soon. Yeah. And you could get two negative tests in a row. Theoretically, he could come back, right. but so far, Unlikely, yeah. so far, nobody who is vaccinated who has been on the COVID list in this type of way, yeah. no, nobody's really made it back that quick. And so, it sucks that it's a Thursday game too. I know, and it's got to be. I mean, hands down, the best Thursday night game maybe ever. Well, we just uh, had a, a fantastic Monday night game we'll talk about later. Oh, yeah, yeah that so. was barn burner. You know, if they could turn back time and say, like, <laughs> hold on a second. Are we putting this in prime time? <laughs> uh, and then, of course, in more bad news for the Packers, uh, Chandler Jones is off the COVID-19 list and back with the Cardinals. Oof. Uh, those of you who forgot, week one, Chandler Jones had five sacks in one game all by his damn self. Damn. Uh, so that's interesting. Ooh, yeah. You know he did. And in more COVID news, Bears coach Matt Nagy is also on the COVID list. Damn. Um <laughs> Not sure his absence could make the Bears any worse. He'll still be first coach fired. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, maybe. If Gruden doesn't count. Uh, yeah, that that's about... That's that, all the news? That's, yeah, I got some other things that I could save for the next episode. All right. Um, but also, I, n- nice little thing. Uh, we'll, I re- we'll remind you again, uh, but this is a kind of an interesting week because this is the week in Europe where we set our clocks back, mm-hmm. but America has not done that yet. So the, the, the games a, there, will be there's a week off, so all the games are going to be a, all for us. The early games are at six, uh, and the bourbon window is at nine. Yes, I love that shit. Early bourbon, yeah. Um, but we can we can uh, before we get into the week, we can talk about our uh, football party. Yes. Uh, great time. Thanks for coming through. Thanks for inviting me. I had some extra folks over. We yeah. had a nice spread. I don't think I did it justice on uh on a <laughs> on our page when I put the picture up. I just could I didn't, I couldn't figure out a good picture. I was ready to watch the game. Well, it was like we were all kind of the game was getting ready to start yeah. and everybody was hungry and, the and we food. had to get a bed in. That's true because we forgot to do our parlay. Yeah. 
which didn't hit because freaking Daniel Jones didn't throw a pick. What is he doing? Not only did he not throw a pick, he had a lovely uh, reception. Rece- yeah, one-handed joint. <laughs> so he, uh, he he got us. He, he, he ruined our parlay by not throwing an interception. How dare he? Everybody else, we had like an <laughs> interception parlay going, and everything everybody was, was happening. everything was working except for that. But uh, yeah, we hung out. We had some uh, fried mac and cheese balls. Mm, God damn, those were good. I took Thanks, so, I took two home. Oh, did your kids like them? <clears throat> I took two of them home, uh, and then in for breakfast yesterday morning, uh, I get, I heated them up a little bit in the oven. Mm, um, damn. And then I called the kids in and I said, "Hey guys, I, I got a little little breakfast treat for you." <laughs> 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 they were like, "What?" Did they like it? Oh my god, they were yeah. Oh nice. Uh that's the I've done it before, but that's the best one. I've I've gotten my mac and cheese. I finally figured out the cheeses here. <clears throat> right. I think to make it the right macaroni and cheese so it tastes mm. like home. Mm. Nice. So yeah, we had the mac and cheese balls. Uh Rob, my brother in law, made some uh some nice uh fried bread. Yep. With, with uh, some jalapenos cheese, and jalapeno shit. Jalapeno and cheese on the inside. Yeah, that was good. Skiff came through with the fried chicken. Yes, Lord. Uh and I made a seven layer dip. Mm. And then we had like some chips and stuff too. So mm-hmm. it was a na- oh uh, yeah, that's everything, right? Yeah, that's everything. Mm-hmm. So that was all our snacks and stuff. So the spread was right. Everybody got their uh, got their places. Mm-hmm. Martin came through. Shout out to him. Yep. And uh, Sean came through. And yep. yeah, Rob and Stefan, the, the normal squad, Dolphin squad. So we we're representing. It was a good time. And uh, the game was a good game. Yeah. And uh, your boys came out on top. So congratulations, man. They did. Yeah. Um. Sure. And I felt better about my quarterback situation, but just what the hell is happening with my defense? That was one of the best in the league last year. Same people. That seems to be such a. It's crazy, right? Such a look at the Chiefs. A and narrative yeah. that just has like kind of waved itself over the league. With yeah. Dolphins, Washington football team, yep. Chiefs, Chiefs. Who else? Oh, the Chiefs defense. <clears throat> Chiefs defense. They were okay though. They were good enough to get to the Super Bowl last year. True. Um, What's another team we had a good defense last year? Um, Steelers. Uh, Their defense is still pretty good, though. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's, a, it's different, man. And uh, my, our defense lost the game again after getting the league by yeah. by uh, the offense and uh, two minutes <coughs> lost on a field goal. Yeah, it's like well, the offense needs to score we'll touchdowns get, every time. We'll get into that because I got a few specific comments about that game. But maybe we should start with start with the Thursday night game. Flip them and pick them. Yeah. Uh, oh dang! You lost again, eight to five. What? Yep. Damn. Eight to five. Damn, man. Lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you started off right. Uh, well, I I won the coin toss. I picked um, I picked the Broncos. Me too, man. I on uh, on the pigskin pick. Yeah, I, pick I picked the Broncos, and I I, I just kind of thought all the injuries. Yeah. I. I I, I thought that the Broncos would be able to take this one because uh, you, you had no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt, no Baker Mayfield. Yeah, who's um, left? And then the Browns surprisingly put the hands in their third string running back to Ernest Johnson, who commenced to absolutely fucking steamroll yeah. the Broncos, who are now three <laughs> and four. Uh, he ran for 146 yards in the TD. Um, that I honestly, I walk away from that. that to me, that's like okay, it's over. I, I'm. I, it proves it. The Broncos were they're a bad team. They were fools gold. Yeah. at three and zero. That's this to start the gold. season. Mm. Uh, their three wins were against the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. Broncos and the Panthers. Were, were <clears> for there. those of you who are fans of alliteration, uh, <laughs> but when they came up against the Ravens, Steelers, uh, and the Raiders and the Browns, they get four straight losses. You're trash, Denver. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Vic Fangio. You are trash. If Vic Fangio's seat ain't getting hot, Ooh. Uh, then maybe I need to lend the Broncos a book of matches because <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> needs to get right. He's yeah. supposed to be this like defensive genius, which I guess explains why he was you know foolish enough to think that. Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater was going to be enough, like to be like their, you know, playoff caliber QB. Yeah. Uh, remember that in the off season they were yeah. talking, oh, it's going to be a quarterback competition between two polished turds. Like what the <laughs> fuck? I don't understand what's happening we here. We talked about this, how that could have been the that should have been the team fighting really hard to try to get Deshaun Watson yeah. if that's possible, or to try to get uh, any top quarterback. Just go yeah, after it, him. Go after Carson Wentz, even. I, yeah, exactly. And there were other dudes available. Like, you wouldn't have to go into that kind of legal. That was one of the of, ones we said for Rodgers, too, when, uh, when they were yeah, thinking exactly, he might be gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. Mean, it, yeah, they, they're trash. Uh, Fangio's in trouble. No, you're fucked up. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, next up, you, well, you wisely picked the Packers. Yeah, uh, which of course we had a, one of our interception bets was Heineke, <laughs> and he delivered for us. He did. He threw a weird interception to a lineman, and then later in the game, just to make sure, <laughs> he threw another one in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Packers won twenty four to ten. Uh, it took longer than expected for the Packers to pull away in this one. Uh, thanks, I guess, mostly to Washington's defense, yeah. which finally showed up. Sacked Aaron Rodgers three times. Um, virtually eliminated Green Bay's run game, um, yeah. but eventually the you know I mean as they say the cream decided cream to rise rises. to the top. And uh, uh, <laughs> what's his name, Devontae Adams, with a fantastic catch on the sidelines. Yes, he's uh, the best receiver in the league, honestly. And also like that that it, it, what was, the first touchdown was it was like uh like schoolyard oh, yeah, backyard yeah. football where Rodgers doing everything that you're not supposed to yeah, do yeah. rolling way out to his right throwing, throwing across way the across the field uh <laughs> in yeah. the middle late <laughs> Rodgers yeah. went he goes 27 for 35 274 yards three touchdown passes no picks um you know Heineke, obviously, you mentioned it. He he tried really hard to put this one on his back. He even recovered a fumble. He did. <laughs> uh, he had uh, 268 passing yards, 95 rushing yards for te- for Heineke, um, but ultimately he only had one touchdown pass. Um, he was just to outmatched go, to go with his you know multiple turnovers. Yeah, he was outmatched. Uh, they've lost. Uh, Let's see. Washington is this right? Did I write this down? Washington has lost its third straight game despite outgaining Green Bay 430 yards to 304 yards and never punting all day. Damn. Washington had five scoreless trips inside Green Bay's 30-yard line, Damn. including back-to-back series that ended inside the 5-yard line. What wow. the fuck? I mean, really? Damn. How does that happen? I don't know, man. That's like just inept offense. That's what it comes down to. Mm. What's next? Uh, you who you picked this one? I did. I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. You chose the Titans. I'm really mad at myself. Yeah, I did. I'm I'm a little mad at myself because I had a feeling. We'll get to it in a minute. I had a feeling the Titans were going to beat the Chiefs, but I also had the same feeling about the Bengals, and I went against that. Oh, uh, okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that that's another conversation. Okay. So, uh, so the Titans beat the shit out of the Chiefs. This was very interesting. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I was, ba- I was, I don't know, man. I don't know why it's so hard for me to understand that the Chiefs are not a good football team anymore. Yeah. I mean, the Titans came into this really, I mean, they looked ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they knew that they needed to come into this game, probably like most people play the Chiefs. Like, w- let's score as many points as we possibly can. Yeah. As early as we possibly can. Yeah, give it to quarter. Um, let the quarterback, Derrick Henry, do what he does. You yeah. Know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because wasn't that their first touchdown yeah. in the game? Henry just like, uh, you know what? Let me throw, let me lob. Which this is up. funny. He's, it's not the first time he's done this. He did this in the playoffs. Yeah, with a uh, jump pass. Yeah, exactly. And this was like, he, he kind of jumped, but not really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they did the Chiefs. Uh, you know, well, first of all, the the Titans just got up to a twenty-seven to nothing lead. Bam. Scoring on every time they touch the ball. Yeah, I think they went into the half time, into the half, up twenty seven to nothing, and then the Titans never scored again. I didn't. But somehow managed to only hold the Chiefs to three points in the well, second half. Well, Mahomes got hurt too. Yeah, but that was late. That was that was the fourth quarter. That was the fourth quarter. Okay, okay. The Chiefs. I mean, <clears throat> that the, injury looked bad. It did look bad. He got kind of folded back, knee to the helmet. He was already like pinned down. That looked bad. Exactly. Um, thankfully, he was walking off, and uh, hopefully, it's just like a concussion or something. Uh, or just like it's I think, rattled. I think he's fine, actually. I mean, okay, he good. passed the concussion protocol. Okay, so he just rattled. He's probably freaked out. Um, he's like, damn, my body's not supposed to do that. I thought the Titans were really smart in this game because I think they knew that the Chiefs were going to come in and try and limit uh, the threat of Derrick Henry. Which they did in in large part, holding Derrick Henry to under a hundred yards rushing, but they had absolutely no answer for Tannehill to AJ Brown, yeah. uh, who had eight catches, one hundred thirty three yards receiving, a touchdown. That's what the Titans do, man. <clears throat> they draw um, you in and then play it. That's what we talked Tannehill about. Tannehill had a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown, so he scored one. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it was uh, it was special. The pass from Derrick Henry was to their tight end on National Tight Ends Day, uh, <laughs> Nicole Pruitt, um, and all, you know this much aligned Titans defense. Maligned. I mean, uh, maligned, yeah, much aligned, yeah. They were much aligned in this game, but they yeah. were <laughs> maligned uh, before. Maligned before, thank yeah. you. Uh, I mean, they just dropped a fucking box of knives on the Chiefs. Yes. <laughs> it was they made the Chiefs look like just like the, the fucking Panthers or something. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they I'm, held. Uh, I'm still shocked. They held Mahomes to zero touchdown passes, uh, only 200 yards passing. He threw one interception. He fumbled the ball at least twice. We bet on the interception too. Uh, yeah. We, Plus, we they sacked him the... four times, and, and then there were and hurt him once. One of them was the one where they nearly snapped his head off. Yeah. Uh, it did, did not. Did that count as a fumble? <clears throat> I think so. Yeah, because somebody hit the ball. I think too. so. Yeah. And then the guy kicked it. That was he got lucky too because yeah. he kicked it like ten more yards to get yeah. him a little closer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I. What do you say? I honestly, I if I have to, okay, look. But the 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 Titans looked ready to play. The Chiefs played like a team that that looked entitled to a win. Yes, as they have all season. Yep. I think they've bought into their own narrative from the previous years and they need to wait it's wake up call time i feel like actually i kind of feel like i'm i'm ready to call this i'm ready to stick a fork in the chiefs because as far as i'm concerned they're finished they're done you know you did i think they're done (laughs) i think that they could i think there's a lot for them to play for uh to maybe kind of get right for next year but i I think they rattle off a six game winning streak i don't think so i think the chiefs are finished Ooh, sorry 
Bold take by yeah. Skiff Masara. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna leave that there for for all 100 of our listeners. And now for the game of the week. <laughs> yep, right, Richard. Pew, pew, pew. The that, game of the week. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. 30, it was a coming out party for th- you, boy. <laughs> well, well, we'll say this. Okay. 30 to 28. Victory. 30 to 28. Um, as you said, the Falcons tried to lose, but fortunately, so did the Dolphins. The Falcons um, did what everybody's been wanting them to do all year, and they focused on their f- number four pick in the draft. Yeah. And threw that ball up and let him do what he does, and he was amazing. He was unreal. He was amazing, yeah. Kyle Pitts. He beast. What did he have? He had he had way over a hundred yards. He had like five catches for a hundred or something. He had seven receptions for seven. 163 yards. That's insane. Twenty three point three yards per catch. Insane. Uh I Madden mean, stats. And none better than this one handed with, with the left hand because your guy was holding his right, right hand on. behind yeah. his back. I mean, come on. And Eric Rowe is considered one of the best uh tight end coverage uh defensive backs in the league. I, he got fucking roasted. Yeah, dude. Pitts and was, one of them was on, the final one was on, because they finally put Xavier Howard on him. And the did, last catch was, first of all, still the didn't work. beautiful throw. <laughs> that was a perfect throw. With the safety help that didn't, he got it there before the safety help got there. And outside, it was going to out of bounds and just, whoop, dropped it right I don't in. know what it is, but, um, but you know, despite the fact that we, we love, I, even I love to make fun of Matt Ryan oh, yeah. frequently. Um he has, you know, because of previous more successful seasons, has an insane amount of like game-winning drive. Yeah, you, like he's in the top. He's definitely in the top ten. He might yeah, actually be the in Falcons the top Instagram five for these for this information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He might be in the top five of like yeah. all-time most yeah. like game-winning drives. And and there is something really weird about Matt Ryan. Like he he does this even when they lose. Where where he like even when they lose where they where they get the drive but they manage but they don't manage to put up all the points that they yeah. need to win the game. There's something about the way he looks in the last drive of a mm. game that's like. Or you like why didn't you do this all game? How come you haven't yeah. done this the entire fucking game? Like you're. It's hard, man. There's only thirty two of them. There's only thirty two in the in the world. I mean, we we went up against you guys. Like we had most of our points by halftime. Yeah. Uh and. I mean, the, the entire second half, it was like, God, we did this against the Jets, too. We were up Damn. at halftime. and then Damn. You're saying the Dolphins and Jets in the same breath. That's where we I'm are. Sorry. In this. But I would say this. Look, Tua, for most of the game, Tua looked great. Yeah. Uh, I thought he looked really I mean, he had four touchdown passes, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I think that's, a, in large part, kind of what's quieted the Deshaun Watson news. Like, yeah. it would... Regardless of how Tua plays, it would be supremely stupid for Agreed. the Dolphins to go get Deshaun Watson. But can you imagine team, how yeah. dumb it looks the week yeah. after your quarterback throws four touchdown passes? Like, come. which is the week after he throws three hundred yards? The last two weeks, yeah, six hundred ninety yards or some shit like that. So, I, yeah, <laughs> with uh, seven what was it seven touchdowns I, I, it in, the, would, in two in the last two weeks, and then people are like, I don't know if he can play football. It would be so dumb. <laughs> you know what Tua reminds me of? Tua reminds me. Uh, like when I look at him, it, it, it's partly his stat, like that, physically his stature, like the way mm. he looks, and also a little bit the way he plays. 
He kind of reminds me of Kyler Murray a little bit. I was going to say that. Yeah. He's not as fast and right. and shifty, shifty as Kyler Murray, but and he's only got the dead leg. That's his one move. Yeah, but the point <laughs> I, the point I would actually like to make about that is that you know we gave Kyler Murray time. Yep. Like I don't understand why. I don't either. Why everyone's so impatient? Is it the Alabama thing? I don't know. Is it because he was anointed and we like to see stars fall? Maybe. Because he was like, this is the best quarterback ever. And I was like, right. I was kind of hating when I heard that. And he's from Alabama and then the whole Nick Satan thing from Miami Nick fans. Nick Satan. And uh, <laughs> so I was just like, ah, is, is he going to be that good? You know, it's Alabama. Then when I started watching stuff, when it was time to get him, I was like, oh, okay. And he was my favorite from that batch. Right. And, uh, and then... Herbert comes out kicking ass last year with a better, you know, su- uh, supporting cast and no injury to recover from. And it's just like, okay, now everybody wants the narrative to be Miami should have gotten Herbert. So they're making it Herbert versus Tua. And all of this stuff is always just, it's just sports analyst talk. And when you watch the game, it's like, this is a good quarterback. And you watch Herbert, this is a good quarterback, you know what I'm saying? And both right. of them are going to have their growing pains, but one of Look, them is on a good you team. You know, the narrative on a quarterback can change a lot. Yeah. Right? And it can, go the, the tools. It, can go, it can go the other way, too. Like, yeah. like remember all the, all the scouts who were saying that Patrick Mahomes was a risky choice. Yeah. Right? He comes in, tears up the league, and now all of a sudden— Well, he sat for a year, too. He sat for a year, but then when he finally plays, he's just completely just rips through the entire league. And now all of a sudden, ooh, he actually kind of looks like the guy that the scouting dudes. Like, hold on a second. Wait a minute. I mean, I'm not saying – I'm just saying it's possible that we've seen NFL quarterbacks fall off a cliff. It happens. Yeah, and his ceiling is is high. And I don't think his bottom is that. Low. I mean, if his I'm bottom just saying is that, that if his ceiling is that high, what happens when everybody figures him out, or, or if you don't have the right supporting cast yeah. around him to protect him? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, or Andy this, Reed. he would be far from the first like talented NFL quarterback to fall off a cliff. That's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, we can sit here and say like, "Well, I just can't imagine." Well, you know, I, I yeah. really don't think it's going to happen either, but it can. Yeah, I agree. Because it does. So agreed, man. <clears throat> Uh, Especially if if they feel like we need to figure out a new, like if they if Flores turns out to be that we don't think he's the answer, mm. then they fire Flores. So what happened to Tannehill? Right. Then we fire Flores. Then get a new coach. Then you got a new offensive coordinator. He's already had this is his second coordinator team. Yeah, that's how you fuck up a quarterback. Miami's good at it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, next game, I picked the Patriots to beat the Jets because what? I, because I am not an idiot. Uh, and the Patriots beat the paint okay, off of these Jets. Of yeah, uh, they ran uh rookie Zach Wilson out of the game with yeah. an injury early in the second quarter. Yeah, man. Uh, he got sacked and all kinds of folded up in the aftermath. Uh, yeah. that that was actually kind of hard. To yeah. watch the the report is that he has a strained PCL in his PCL. knee. PCL, that's right, the kneecap, right? Uh, it's in well, the front, right? It's the uh, no, it's actually in the back. In the back, okay. Uh, it's the the it's called. I looked this up. Po- posterior cruciate ligament. That's okay, the posterior. one of the one of the crisscrossy ones. Okay, that's that's in the middle, but it's in the back. I think in Swiss bandit, I believe it's called. Okay, Korsh nice. bandit. The cross band. The cross band. <laughs> when I injured my Korsh bandit mm-hmm. here in Sweden, 
my first doctor who, for reasons that will be obvious, I, I sought a second opinion. Uh, he said to me, well, first he said, well, yes, you have a tear in your course bandit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, okay. And he was like, and then he asked me, he was like, so what, what do you think we should do? <laughs> I was like, uh, what do you think you should do? I was like, wait, what? I, was I like, think you should tell me what you want to do. <laughs> you're the doctor. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? The hell? I later learned that this is a new strategy that they have. Like, they're trying to get people to not have surgery uh, and stuff. But I was just like, I grew up, like, I, my father was a doctor. So this was like, I, and I think I even said to him in the room, I was like, I, I was I like, I grew up it. with, like, my father was a doctor. My grandfather was a doctor. Like, all of his siblings, they were all doctors. Like, w- you're not that's not that's your job you're you went to medical school so that i don't have to answer that question for you what do you say uh and his answer his reply which led me to get a second opinion was uh well you know god gave you a a course bandit man you don't actually need it i was like okay you know god gave you yeah i i I literally got up and i said okay you know what we're done here and i walked out i was like this guy limped out I, yeah, I did. I did. I drug my right leg. I walked by. with my left leg and just sort of dragged like, my you know right what? leg. I'm going to drag me. my PCL to another place. Yeah. Maybe some doctor will Good day, fix sir. It. <laughs> and I'm going to take my lamp. And I'm going to take. I'm going to take my folder. <laughs> I don't need anything. Yeah, exactly. I need my PCL, and that's it. Oh my I wonder God. if anybody gets that reference. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, okay. Shout so, out to the jerk. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a great movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we game got, of the week. Well, we did get to learn who who the Jets' backup was. Mike White. We were joking. <laughs> Remember that? That was fun. Yeah, Skip he was, was in a, his name. A. A. White. <laughs> uh, he was not good. No, uh, they got to look for a quarterback. He no, did. He said Flacco, yeah, he did throw for two hundred yards, uh, but he also threw two picks. One hundred and twelve. Uh, Mac Jones had a lovely day. Uh, just yeah. kind of strolling through the park and just, uh, yeah. I what mean, a bunch of extra drives. Uh, there was a lot of trickery this week in the yes. games. There were some in this game. Yes, uh, the Patriots. I, be, I feel like I don't know when they when they when they start pulling going deep into the bag of tricks. I feel like either testing shit out or they don't trust the uh, quarterback as much. But what what I find this kind of fascinating is that like week to week, like even though these teams, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe they do talk to each other. Maybe Bill Belichick is like still secretly recording everyone, but uh, it's like, you know, there was a lot of trickery in, in multiple games this week. Yes. We'll get to, um, we'll get to this one was uh Mac Jones threw a pass behind the line of scrimmage uh, to receiver Kendrick Bourne. Who did like a fake run before stopping and tossing a twenty-five yard touchdown pass? Wide open to uh, yeah, wide open Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. That was funny. nice play. Nice play. Yeah. I always like the Patriots trick plays. Yeah, I love it when they do that. Uh, we had a trick play in the next game too. Giants beat the Panthers twenty-five to three. Who picked that game? Uh, you picked the Panthers. Mm. Um, <laughs> I probably would have done the same. Ninety-one percent of the people in the league picked in our. Uh, I and think I, I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah, this yeah. was a weird. Uh, it was five to three for weird, like three weird quarters football of the game. game. Yeah, for almost the entire game. Um, then the Giants woke up, made it twenty-five to three. Yeah, and the Panthers benched 
Sam Darnold. They did. He was so bad. Listen to this. He went 16 for 25, 111 yards, zero touchdown passes, an interception. He also had the safety where he kind of intentional grounding from the end zone was just. You are trash. That's Um, like no awareness. I mean. Man. He was bad. I bet Gates was like, see. Yeah. See, this is why. (laughs) Giants D had their best game of the season. They had six sacks, 10 QB hits on the day, two and a half sacks. Go to my man, former Bulldog, rookie linebacker, Aziz Ojalari. Yes. He was a, a beast for the Bulldogs. I always love to see these guys doing well. Quick question. Yep. If the Panthers somehow did what the way we think they were trying to do, mm-hmm. and they got uh, – the price goes down a bit. It probably has to happen. And they got Deshaun Watson. How good does this team become? This team seems more ready than Miami – for a success, like they do seem like they're closer to a quarterback away than Miami. I think, <clears throat> I think the one thing that, um, well, it'd be hard. I don't know. I, I would say that the Panthers, because they have the, their problem. I think their is receiving the core hasn't looked that great this year. Even when Sam Darnold was was, even when they were winning football games, their okay. receiving core didn't look that great. Okay, um, so it's bad for them too. Then. But I mean, I think you're right. I think maybe. I mean, the Dolphins have a lot of issues on defense. Right. They have some and issues with block. their receiving offensive core, line. too. Their offensive line can't block. And the injured receivers, <laughs> it just seems like a, be- a more toxic situation for Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, especially if you're giving up three pick- first-round picks. But if mm. – I don't know. I feel like the two teams that make the most sense that are that are more of a quarterback away are the Panthers and the uh, Broncos. <laughs> Especially with maybe yeah yeah know. the trickery in this game was really funny. There was a uh, uh, it was a reverse that eventually wound up in the hands of of uh, wide receiver uh, Dante Pettis, who mm. threw a very sloppy, slightly overthrown pass to Daniel Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah, who went up and just one you know, hand full snag, credit, one handed, just hauled it in. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the entire Giants team was joking about how it looked like a very er- ugly impersonation of their former star, OBJ. Um, <laughs> that was good. Uh, and apparently on the cover of the New York Post yesterday, they had a picture of this. And and they had all, and the and the, the main headline, was, I think it was just ODJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, no. Let's think about New York sports. Okay, so we got the Jets. Shit the bed. Yeah. And the uh, the Knicks won their first game, but mm. I think they lost after that. Mm. And then you got the Giants. It's like, what's... Giants are bad. Jets are Ra- bad. And Rangers are out. Or, Rangers or, or, are... No, the Rangers, Rangers... Their season just started. Okay. The Rangers are looking pretty good They're so far. Good, okay. They got waxed by the uh, Calgary Flames last night, but so far, so good. Okay. I watched them over the weekend, actually. They were good. Um, so, so it feels and then like of course the Yankees are not in the World Series. Yankees are out. That's what I mean. The Yankees uh, are out. The Mets are out. Yankees just got put out not too long ago, right? Didn't they lose to the Astros? Was that how it went? Probably. I don't or is know. it the other it's, team? I'm already, as you would say, okay. I'm already falling asleep. Yeah. Talking about baseball. <laughs> so, like when your when your paper, what I'm trying to say is when your paper. The highlight of the paper is Daniel Jones catching a pass. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That shows you where the sports <laughs> is at right now in New York. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god! But okay. shout out to the Giants. They got that victory. Hey, they did. They did. They got a better record than my team. Uh, the Panthers are in a bit of turmoil. I'm happy about that, obviously, because they're in the Falcons division, and yeah. I'm pretty sure we play them next week. Oof, or this week. You guys uh, might be on a nice little roll soon. Hey, they said it on Three NFL Network. They said the Falcons were sneaky good. <laughs> sneaky good. I'll take it. Uh, I'll take sneaky good. The hot takes are coming. Whoop whoop. Uh, <laughs> next game was the shot. The Falcons are sneaky good. <laughs> yeah, that is like the lamest hot take ever. Uh, man, what a shocking game this was. Yeah, Bengals man. lay a 40-burger on the Ravens in their own building. Who beat them 41-17. to 17. Uh, this is where I got mad at myself because I wanted to pick the bet, and I'm pretty sure if we go back, but who'd you this, pick? I picked the fucking Ravens. <laughs> That's what I needed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, don't look now. These Cincinnati Bengals are the number one team in the AFC, y'all. In the AFC? Yes. Oh, yeah. And we, we looked it up that night. My, my daughter, you know, I told you Saga yeah. has, has, has for a long time yeah. it made this completely irrational decision to support the Cincinnati Bengals, and that irrational decision is finally starting to pay dividends, and she's having a blast being a Cincinnati Bengals fan. And when we looked up the, the rankings after I left your house, mm-hmm. and I got home, and I said, I think they might be the best team in the AFC right now. We looked up the standings, and there she was like, I'm taking a screenshot right now. Yeah. <laughs> this might change. Nice. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but honestly, we haven't been able to say things like this about the Bengals since the the so days of Boomer Science uh, yeah. and, and and Icky Woods. Remember Icky with the Icky Shuffle? Chris Collinsworth. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess that's before that. That was before. That's they, from that's my childhood. Super Bowl. Man, I love me some Chris Collinsworth. He was so good. Man, I gotta tell you, man. I don't, <laughs> He's funny. I don't know, I, I'm like hot and cold on his. Po- yeah. I listen to his podcast sometimes. Oh, okay. And and some days I like it, and some days I hate it. Yeah. Like I'm not I, I'm I have mixed feelings about his I've only listened to the episode when they uh right after Richard Sherman got in that that had that psychosis. Yeah. He's a smart motherfucker though. I mean he, he was one of the first people to realize that PFF was 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 something valuable. Yeah. Uh and then he went out and bought it. Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, he owns PFF. Okay, I didn't know that. Like when PFF first came up and he's got this whole story about how it kind of he at first he thought he paid for a PFF subscription because he was really impressed with it, mm-hmm. and then he actually sent an email to the head to the guy who owned PFF at the time, and said, "Hey, I'd like to reach. Out. I'd like to talk to you about what you guys are doing. I think it's really great." Wow! Uh, and the guy called him, and he said, "The moment I heard the guy because it's a bunch of British guys, okay, uh, from guys from England and up and down in Ireland and all that kind of stuff who who just were crazy fans of of NFL football who started PFF. Okay. And uh and he said the moment I heard the guy speaking with a with a British accent I felt like I just got ripped off. What the fuck? These motherfuckers you telling me these motherfuckers are experts in the NFL? And he said <laughs> but then I kept talking to him and he realized like shit these guys are they know for what real like about, yeah. pro and football he, focus for those that don't He know. eventually went on to to buy a a a, a to buy the share. company, kept all these guys, and then brought them over to America, and just like made PFF like the biggest thing Man. since sliced bread. I, I can't wait till he hears us, NFL. Uh, yeah, we're blown up over there. <laughs> uh, this game was tight coming out of the half. The Ravens took the lead early uh, in the third to make it seventeen to thirteen, but the lead was extremely short lived. Um, would also 
you know, I think were those the last? Those were the last points that they yeah, would score all day. Forty-one seventeen. Yeah, the Bengals scored twenty-eight unanswered points. That's crazy. After that, um, they just start running on the Ravens. Lamar tri- you never see that. Lamar tried really hard to put on the cape. Yeah, yeah. Right. But as we learn, have you seen the movie The Incredibles, children's movie? <laughs> yes. You know, and they talk about how, like, you know, it's really bad for a superhero to have a cape. It's yeah. like a liability. It's, <laughs> you could just pull on it, or yeah, it could yeah. get caught, like, in a turbine engine. That's pretty much what the Bengals do <laughs> to alarm. They sacked Lamar Jackson five times. Uh, he didn't fumble like he usually does. I was expecting it. Some of those sacks, um, too, they seemed like surprises, and I thought the ball was going to come up. But he did turn the ball over... On downs twice, I think. Okay. Uh, in the second half, and the Ravens were, wow, they were trying and failing to keep pace with this Bengals offense. To Joe Burrow, to Jamar Chase, I mean, what the Chase fuck? Chase had over two hundred yards, dude. I, Joe Burrow goes twenty three for thirty eight, four hundred and sixteen yards passing, three touchdown passes. Jamar Chase, eight receptions, two hundred and one yards, insane, crazy. The TD where it's like there's like four guys converging on him yeah. at once. And he does this. He was holding an L two, and he hit the circle at the same time. <laughs> exactly, he was exactly. <laughs> and then the spin move for yeah, eighty two yards. He did the super yards. spin, man. It's I mean, so, it's so easy when you think about it. <laughs> I mean, the, it, the, all of the broadcasts made a meal out of this whole national tight end day thing. But I gotta say, it kind of lived up. Like tight ends balled out today. Yeah. Kyle Pitts was was one. C.J. Uzuma had. Yeah. You know this guy. I'd never heard of this guy until last week. Yeah. Uh, and now all of a sudden he's like, you know, two more touchdown catches. It was yeah. it was crazy. These these Bengals. They they seem like they might be for real. We have Zach Taylor on the hot seat. His seat is ice cold, Titanic iceberg cold mm-hmm. right now. So. Yeah, he needs a like an ass sweater. But I just don't believe in the guy, and I feel like he's gonna fall off a cliff soon. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope he has a parachute uh, <laughs> to go with that ass sweater. Uh, an Arthur Smith-like parachute. Oh, yeah. I got some opinions <laughs> about Arthur Smith, too. I'm not going to share them now. I was going to save them for later. Right. <clears throat> um, let's see. Next Rams. up, you're, you – well, no, I got Raiders-Eagles. Next up you, – You skipped the Rams and the Lions. No, they're in here. They're next. Okay. Um, Raiders-Eagles. Uh, you picked the Raiders – Mm-hmm. To beat the Eagles, which they did, thirty-three to twenty-two. Uh, would I mean honestly? W- once again, Mister Coach Rock Paper Scissors has his boys <laughs> showing up too little, too late. As Rich Bisaccia yeah. led Raiders win their second game in a row in the post John Gruden era. What's the coach's name? I don't even know. Rich Bisaccia. Rich Bisaccia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Against they, Sir, they Nick fucking, Sirianni. This sounds like a, a, a Godfather family uh, fight. Right they, here. they laid a Basaccia upside. They laid a Basaccia <laughs> upside. That motherfucker's head. Like, <laughs> Sirianni. Uh, Sirianni's not ready for the Basaccia family. <laughs> Derek Carr was extremely efficient. Yeah. 31 for 34. Damn. Uh, like 90%? Uh-huh. 91% completion percentage. 323 yards, Florida two touchdowns. Right one of those, uh, you know, one was actually a pick, but, you know, hey, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller was out of the game with an injury, but it didn't stop them from using their replacement, Foster Moreau, who just said, fuck it, it's National Tight Ends Day. Throw <laughs> me the ball. Touchdown. Thank you very much. Uh, Philly fumbled the ball away twice, which made the Raiders' job a little easier. Yeah, uh, certain explains why the box score looked the way it did. Um, I mean, they they tried to make a game of it late. Yeah, they did. Um, they started moving the ball a lot. But 
I don't know. Too little, too late. What do you like think you about these Eagles? I, I told. We said before oh, the man. season started, we didn't believe in Sirianni. We felt like uh, the I firing. Still, yeah, I still don't. The firing of uh, Peterson felt like Lurie had to do something. Right. So he was completely unprepared <clears throat> for what to do because they fired so late in the whole cycle, and then they had to hire somebody, and it was just like, let's just take the Sirianni guy. I'll say this. I think it was time for the Rams, or sorry, Eagles, to um, kind of move on. Really? A new, well, I think it was time for that. I, I I can understand, given the circumstances and how the team had struggled to sort of put but, together. Yeah. I, but remember how it But went it wasn't down. that long ago they won a Super Bowl. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It was like 17, right? And remember how it went down. I mean, it was definitely time to move on from Carson Wentz. Right. That for sure. That part we can agree on. But remember how it went down? Mm-hmm. The last game of the season. Right, they, they pulled Hurts. Yeah, and they kind of rolled over. And they put in... Just to let the... Uh, some keep uh, the Giants out of the, the... To let Washington win the division. Right. And the players were pissed off about it. And the week before, Lurie had said, Peterson is our coach. Right. And then he and then fires he said, him. Oh, he's, he's not. By the way, he's not our coach. And we love this new guy. Uh, we'll let you know later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. So I feel like Sirianni mm-hmm. is kind of out of his. Uh, he wasn't ready to be a head coach. And uh, we'll see, man. man I always man. wish the best for these guys, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a believer. And then he came out talking at rock, paper, scissors, and all that other shit. And he lost me real quick with that. And writing the I letters like, and shit. Uh, all this, yeah. Uh, okay. Now, now, now we got the Lions and the Rams. Uh, who picked this? Uh, I did, of course. Uh, yes, Rams. Uh, it didn't look like it at first. Hey, this game. Okay, Rams won twenty-eight to nineteen. Shout out to the biggest balls in the NFL, <laughs> Dan Campbell. I feel so bad. I watched Dan Campbell's. <laughs> you know, now I feel like I have to watch his post-game <laughs> thing every week. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's he didn't cry, but he looked like. He had yeah. just cried before yeah. he came in. You know, what I mean? red in the you know that look, yeah. you know, when you can tell, like, have you been crying? He yeah. dried his eyes. <laughs> yeah. He looked rough. Uh, and if we're going to talk about trickery, this game had a little bit of everything. Dan yeah. Campbell was throwing the kitchen sink out yeah. the window. <laughs> everything he could do to get the win. Great start by the Lions. This touchdown by my man, DeAndre Swift. Former, former Bulldog. Not a big Baller. deal. Uh, <laughs> 63-yard touchdown blast. Yeah. He was so good. Uh, I mean, the, the Lions surprised everyone with the a successful onside kick yeah. on the ensuing kickoff. Uh, uh, unfortunately for them, it only led to a field goal. Um, but they also had two successful yeah, fake, fake punts punt. in this game. One, one was a pass, pass one, one run. run. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um. By the end, none of the trickery could yeah. really cover because up. Because you are trash! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, they, and they got exposed. McVay looked over yeah. there. He was just sitting there like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Again, okay. Well, that was actually, to me, the trickery was not able to cover up the fact that, you know, the team. Rams clearly got the better QB in this summer swap. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Let's see. Goff went 22 for 36, 263 yards. But only one touchdown pass, two interceptions, mm-hmm. one of which went to Jalen Ramsey. That was the one that iced the game. Ramsey kind of set him up on it. So. Uh, yeah. But uh, Stafford, again, former Bulldog, not a big deal. Uh, 
he he had it rough early going. Uh, he only went 28 for 41, but managed to get it cranking later. Yeah. With, eventually, with 334 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Cooper Cup, of course, and 156 a, yeah. yards and two touchdown catches. I mean, he's a top five receiver in the league. That's right ridiculous. Now. Yeah. Robert Woods, he was always open when they needed him to be open in the second half. I mean, it was just, you know, the trickery was able to kind of, you know, kind of take the Rams kind of off kilter a little bit but yeah. eventually the game sort of balanced started, out. started to make sense yeah. in the second half like okay this this is yes of course this is <laughs> this is what we enough yeah. enough is enough guys. <laughs> enough silliness mr campbell yeah uh yeah so that's that they are still uh winless yeah uh next week they might i don't know they're playing the eagles next week i that could be their best chance to win a game. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I don't think they're going to win. I, I would know. love. I am full on rooting for the Lions to beat Rock, Paper, Scissors, scissors all, yeah. all day long. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, we can't act. I mean, he's a fun coach to root for, but yeah. he's he's not the answer. <laughs> I want him to show up to the Eagles game. Like, he th- he's already thrown the kitchen sink. It's Halloween. I and wore again, my Lions I want him to bring. Uh, well, I want him to be dressed as a lion, yeah. but. Carrying a flamethrower, <laughs> like on just a chain, a big ass chain. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, a flamethrower. <clears throat> okay, next game. You picked the Cardinals to beat the Texans. You are oh, my trash. Bad. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> well, it applies to the Texans, yeah, of course, because <laughs> we have one of the weirder scores in football that you're ever going to see: thirty-one to five. Yes. Right. This game was five to nothing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Felt like a baseball score. <laughs> uh, these Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, I, the Texans only had 42 yards total rushing and Damn. 134, 135 Damn. total yards receiving. Um, Another one where the team begrudgingly chose a coach. Yeah, and they had already pissed off Watson. So why not get a? Coach I mean, you, you could you could devote you could devote entire episodic podcasts to the mismanagement of the Houston Texans. I mean, yeah. Go on oh yeah, that's true. It's insane. But they chose the they chose this guy Cullen just to make Watson <laughs> want to stay. Watson doesn't want to stay, and now they got this coach that's obviously a space saver. You know what I'm saying? A, a, He's a bridge, a bridge, yeah, bridge coach. Yeah, so it's like um, I, I feel bad for him. He's been set up for failure. I feel bad for the team because uh, their star player quit on them, mm-hmm. basically, and now they're all in the media and they're desperate to try to get a trade done so that they can salvage, you know, the fleecing that happened to them, right? That they fucked up, and I don't know. This this is a really bad situation. I feel bad for the players that are basically wasting this portion of their career. That's that's the worst part. Yeah. That's the part that you feel the most bad for. But then on the other side, uh, on the other side, you got Kyler Murray. Who yeah. is clearly living his best life? Yeah, uh, he got sacked four times, like pretty hard. I was kind of worried about him with some of those shots that he. That's took. the thing for him. Like he's still a small dude. I was worried about him. He yeah. got popped a couple of times, uh, but Baby Yoda, he dusted himself off Baby and had a day. Yoda, yeah, twenty <laughs> twenty for twenty eight, two hundred sixty one yards passing, three touchdown passes. Mm. Uh, re- like you know what is really interesting about this Cardinals team this year What's is that? that in years past. Or in in recent years past, the criticism was always like, you're asking Kyler Murray to do too much, and that's why he's getting injured. There is an enormous amount of balance on this football team this year. They they did a Rams thing. Like, he almost never runs now. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to. They did it like the Rams. I think the the league's probably learning from the Rams. Uh, And it it feels unsustainable 
But it's going to take a set. You got to be a savvy GM to keep it going like yeah. the Rams have. Because now they got the run game going with Edmonds and Connor. Yeah. The ball, they spread it out uh, around the pass catchers. They had four guys with over 50 yards receiving, but none of them had over 70 yards. Mm. So everybody got in the game. Zach Ertz yeah. leading, was the leading receiver. Yeah. His first touchdown as a Cardinal on National Tight Ends Day, of course. <laughs> uh, I never heard of that shit before this year. Really? National Tight I heard about it last year. Okay. It, it's some, George Kittle made it up. Oh, okay. George Kittle just made it up and said, I'm making this up, and it's going to be a thing. And to his <laughs> credit, he, he it was two years ago, actually, okay. because this past year he had like a – was the first year they had a national tight end symposium where he invited tight ends from around the league – to come together and share secrets and hang out. This was like nice. right before preseason. Um, and it was notable that they didn't invite um, Tim Tebow uh, <laughs> because George Kittle uh, said, well, Tim Tebow's not a real tight end. Oh. So, no, he didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> he started um, shit. <laughs> he didn't say that. But he, he would have said he, that. He would have said it. He, 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 was, he was definitely thinking that. If you'd have asked he him, was he definitely said. thinking that. Did they invite Tebow? No, they did not invite okay. Tivo because it, it, I think they said, well, because he hasn't technically made, he's not in the NFL yet. Okay, so this is for NFL tight ends. So he kind of <laughs> you, he 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 uh, you know he smart. threaded he threaded that needle yeah. so that he didn't have to insult the guy. He's got good PR. Uh, Cardinals are seven and zero, oh, y'all, uh, and going into a very juicy matchup this Thursday against the Green Bay Packers. Packers gonna beat that ass. Mm? I don't know, man. Mm? All right, what we got? See, Bucks. Oh got- my lord, Bucks, Bears. What a train wreck this was. Bucks, yeah. thirty-eight to three. What do we got here? Who picked it? I picked it. I picked the Bucks. Justin Fields, my lord, had a horrible yeah. day. Twenty-two for thirty-two. This is why you let your rookie sit, man. No touchdowns, three picks, three fumbles. He got sacked four times. He couldn't do nothing right. I also learned this year, listen to, listen to this. This year, Justin Fields has been sacked 22 times, the most of any quarterback in, in the NFL, NFL season up to this point. Oh, wow. Crazy. He, he, he's, and he's only 30th in the NFL in, uh, in pass attempts. So Fields Damn. Fields gets sacked. Sacked, but without throwing he <laughs> almost gets, every time he's He gets sacked fourteen point four percent of the time that he tries to make a pass. Damn. Nobody else no other quarterback in the NFL is even at ten percent. Damn. This is like he's this year's Joe Burrow. They're gonna break this kid. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, is is Dalton still hurt? I uh, don't know, actually. Good question. Because I'm wondering, like, do you just let Dalton do it? I mean, you need – I don't know, man. Uh, this coach is – this is a really – they're fucking this situation up, man. Oh, yeah. But uh, you kind of want them to, to to be out there and learn, but you can't learn if you're getting sacked every nine dropbacks. No, dude. He's uh, he, Yeah, he's just going to learn that he should play on a different team. <laughs> That's the only thing he's going to learn. Um Brady, on the other hand, had a lovely day, four touchdown passes, became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 600 touchdown passes in his career. Uh, and Antonio Brown did not play in this game, but that just meant that Mike Evans was going to catch three touchdown passes, which he did. Um, I mean, obviously the story that everybody's talking about today, which is kind of annoys me a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't have to go into it. Mike Evans gave away the 600 touchdown ball and – Buck's trainer had to go and negotiate with the fan to get it back. And 
in the end, the guy basically said, look, you know, I can't say no to Tom Brady. And obviously he earned this. And, you know, they they promised to give me some jerseys and things and okay. and stuff like that. But of course, you know, the guys on the call, I think it was Tony Romo and somebody else. And then everybody, of course, on the Internet had an opinion and suddenly started what? talking People about people on the Internet with opinions. I know. Started talking about how this guy who who Mike Evans threw the ball to, like it, if he hadn't given it back so that Tom Brady could have it as a m- memorabilia, uh, that that ball was worth minimum five hundred thousand dollars. OK. If he were to auction it off. What are they saying? Um, the team should give him five hundred thousand dollars. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it off, but but the thing that I hate to... about it is that they're 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 turning, they're making, they're making what a guy made a decision to do. What I feel like, you know, what a nice thing to do. Shouldn't we be encouraging people to be fucking nice yeah. more often? And now we're going to bury this guy because we're saying like, oh, we're going to make him feel like an absolute turd because he gave away five hundred grand. Yeah. It's like he did a nice fucking and it's thing. A, and it's a number they just threw out there. I hope somebody, some nice, just like billionaire sends yeah. him. Like maybe uh, the owner of the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps the owner of the Bucks or Tom Brady himself. Uh, it's so interesting, man, because I, I, I watched this show called The Challenge, and I won't get into what it's all about, but it's like Survivor meets Real World is that kind of show. Right? Yeah. So it's a reality show. I've been watching it with my wife for fucking, I don't know, since we met. Right. I, I introduced her to the show. We've been following it. And uh, this guy on there, it seems like a really nice dude, right? Mm-hmm. But you can get kicked out and you lose your chance of getting money. But he chose to go in instead of his friend because his friend hurt his hamstring. So he put himself up to get thrown out of the game. And all of the players were like, he's, he's, he doesn't even really know this guy. And he's putting himself out there. To lo-. And he just, like you said, he did a nice thing. And now everybody's shitting on him, acting like he's an idiot. And he ended up losing in the end and going home. But it's like, he went home with a good conscience. Like... I went in because they were going to send this dude in with a bad hamstring. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like uh, <clears throat> I, this kind of stuff is gross to me. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's so gross. Stupid. Yeah, it's like everybody tries to make like, uh, it's all takes and fucking. I don't know. Everybody's good a fu- that this dude did a nice thing. Yeah, shout out to this fucking. I'm guy. Can- I'm closing my Twitter account. Yeah, <laughs> no more platforms. Um, everybody's got one. Okay, next up, uh, who took this one? You picked the 49ers to win this game. Yeah, I sure did. And uh, you were <laughs> wrong. Okay. I, this is crazy. Did you think the Colts were going to win? I did think they were going to win. Oh, I actually okay. remember I said we should bet on the Colts to win in we our did. bet. We did bet. Because I told you that the weather was going to be insane. Yeah. And they got that Jonathan Taylor back there. I figured yeah. the run we game. We bet the upset. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, okay, about the weather. This is funny. The weather was crazy in this game. The meteorologists refer to what happened on the night of this game as a condition known as atmospheric river. I never heard of this. Have you heard of this? No. An atmospheric river. Okay? So I looked this up. The long version is that it's a narrow <laughs> corridor or filament of concentrated moisture mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. actually narrow bands of enhanced water vapor transported typically along the boundaries between large areas of divergent surface airflow, including some frontal zones in association with extratropical cyclones that form over the oceans. Okay. The short version <laughs> and more understandable de- uh, definition of atmospheric river is that it was raining like a river was falling out of the fucking sky. <laughs> like literally falling out of the sky. 
Yeah. I'd never heard of this before. I never heard of it either. So yeah, there were a lot of drop passes. There were a lot of fumbles. There were yeah. seven fumbles in this game. Four by the Colts, three by the 49ers. Garoppolo was trash. Uh, 181 <laughs> yards, lost a fumble, threw two interceptions, struggled to push the ball downfield. Uh, were there more turnovers in this game or the Green Bay-Washington game? Because remember, everybody was dropping the ball in that, like turning that's over. That's true. Now. That's a good question. Uh, I'm not but really it's probably sure. Seven is a lot. Damn. Uh, but the 49ers got an absolute mud hole stomped in their ass on yeah. a very wet and soggy beat down by the Colts. Wentz and the Colts were able to do just enough on offense, thanks to a ton of pat three pass interference penalties for 97 yards in this God game. Damn. Um, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, as predicted by me. Uh, had it was a better prediction by I uh, <laughs> ran for 107 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Wins better catch by I wins through one of the funniest interceptions I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it was oh, yeah. it was like a, <laughs> a little flip. It was like a failed off balance attempt at a shovel pass. Yeah, that just it looked like he was just saying like here you here, take here, it here. <laughs> I was if, like if, I'll let him I'll let him tackle me. If you just take the ball. <laughs> it was so hilariously bad. Uh, and he damn near threw another one on the next drive as well. Uh, you know, but Wentz and Pittman was a thing all night long. Uh, and, sh- you know, there was one play towards the end of this game that was like a really ballsy play on third and sh- third and not that long. And they just went for the house. Yeah. Uh, and Wentz threw it up. Pittman pulled it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it showed some real balls, uh, and it certainly makes their divisional matchup against the Titans this week a lot more interesting. Yeah, uh, because they won, so that means that they're one win away from the they're one win away from being within one win. Yeah, they're gonna if lose. they if they beat the Titans, then they're like basically one game back from being first in the division. But we know what's gonna happen. Well, at this point, I feel like I can't predict anything. <laughs> Uh, except for the fact that the Colts were going to beat the 49 Yeah, yeah, you did predict that. Um, and you predicted better than me this year. Meanwhile, these Shanahan-led 49ers are 2-4, and four, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, losing out of a bye week, mm-hmm. and they're 0-3 at home. Yeah. Can we please put this supposed genius on the motherfucking hot seat now? Yes. Can we do it? Am I still bitter about the Falcons' Super Bowl loss? Maybe. <laughs> Uh, do I think he's a dick for not sticking around to make it right in Atlanta? Probably. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you are who your record says you are, Shanahan, so you might be trash. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, shit. Was that your you are trash speech? Did you go in it already? Uh, <laughs> no, I have somebody it? else for trash. Okay. Final um, game, speaking of trash. <laughs> this whole game. You are trash! Yeah, in, a, in a week of absolute beatdowns, they saved the polished turd for the end. <laughs> Uh, Saints win 13 to 10. I thought the Saints were going to run away with this. I did too. But then they decided, yeah. I don't know what happened. I've still, I watched the highlights this morning and I still don't understand why the Saints needed a, a, a game winning field goal at the end to win this game. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't I really it, don't because, I mean, Kamara was a monster. Yeah. They finally started throwing the ball to Kamara. He had I like, told you this was going to start happening. Yeah. He's going to start bringing it in. You know, Winston didn't make stupid throws. No. No, he didn't. Uh, Jameis, to his credit, he did not throw a pick. Yeah. He had another, but he did have another one of these games where you're kind of thinking to yourself, is he okay? Or, <laughs> or is he just lucky that he plays bad teams? Or he just met a good team that had a bad day? He only had 22, <laughs> two, 222 yards passing. 128 yeah. of them went to Camara. 
right? Yeah. Uh, I just I can't figure out. I think out. he looks deep first, man. Maybe he looks deep first and he's like, oh shit, Camara. Exactly. I mean, but this is the first game he's really done that though. I mean, Camara has before he was looking deep and you know throw it and then gives exactly. It. Yeah. But I mean, he hasn't thrown this much to Camara all year. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, you know. I, I don't know. It just seems like another week where you're saying that yeah, James, we learned nothing from that Jameis didn't have to do that much because he didn't have to. And I, yeah. I, I understand that Saints fans don't care, right? Um, but I'm saying you might, maybe you should care. Uh, maybe you should care. Maybe you should care because maybe your quarterback is secretly trash. Ooh. Um, right? Because no way you should have needed a last second field goal to win this game, right? We do not care. Exactly. That's Saints fans for because you. Because Seattle appreciate Seattle that. is probably Seattle wins the award for team that tried to lose the game this week. Uh, I yeah. mean, honestly, this was an entirely self inflicted loss. Geno Smith, he took five sacks. Uh, who what quarterback did he look like? Oh, Geno Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and most of those sacks look like he was just holding on to the ball for yeah, too long. You don't know what's happening out there. Field goal kicker Jason Myers missed two field goal attempts. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which became longer because of a sack taken by Smith. Uh Matty Ice. Safety Marquise Blair was flagged for a personal foul on a third down sack. They sacked New Orleans on the final drive. Could have gotten the ball back, but he gets popped for a personal foul, which gives them a first down, and they're able to move closer and kick a you know, kick a, and just get mm-hmm. a field goal attempt that was a little bit closer. Um, they also went off sides on the game-winning field goal attempt. I, I mean, it was just. I mean, the, yeah, I the, saw it. It was a bad offsides too. Like it was stum- like he just <laughs> stumbled forward into the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it was bad. So Saints, um, yeah. I mean, you can holler the all the hootats and and uh, <laughs> you want, but I'm not sure you want to brag about this one. So, but hey, you will anyway because uh, you're win. fucking annoying. <laughs> a win is a win, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll so. see what happens when you meet my Falcons, baby. We're Ooh. coming for you. We're sneaky good, bro. They said it on NFL Network. We're sneaky good. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to say it like they do. We are sneaky good. <laughs> Let's go, Falcons. <laughs> Woo! Who you got for MVP of the week? Uh, my MVP this week is none other than Jamar Chase, man. Jamar Chase. 200 yards receiving. When do you see that? When do you see 200 yards, Chief? Yeah. Uh, yards receiving. Uh, it makes Burrow look good, um, and it makes the decision to take him look good. So I got to say, you the real MVP. Yeah. To Jamar Chase. How about you? I want to be a homer and say Kyle Pitts because he was so amazing. But against everything in my soul, I have to say. Jameis Winston. No, it's <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Ooh. Uh, uh this is not just some dude who has managed to be fortunate enough to experience the type of longevity that allows him to throw 600 touchdown passes. This dude is dominating the lead in almost yeah. every category available to him at the age of 44. And I hate all of this Tom Brady hype, but I got to say, he's for real. You're the real MVP. I, I, I hate it. Yeah, I gotta agree with you there, man. Especially with the way that all oh, the Patriots don't look so bad either, though. I mean, they beat a bad say, like, team, but talk, still, yeah, when you talk about a bad the, team, I don't, I don't even want to get into that whole uh, who was the reason. Brady's obviously was a really big part of that. So uh, yes. yeah, it's, he's a beast, man. He's the best ever. We got for trash. Um, I take that back. He's not the best ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got carried away. I was having too much fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My trash <laughs> uh, is Sam Darnold. 
I feel like <laughs> if, if you're so going bad. against the Giants and you're playing so bad that you get pulled in the game, then you are trash. So Sam Donald, sorry, bro. For a guy named White. <laughs> a White. A White. A dot White. <laughs> um, His name is T. White, also known as White T. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was actually a little disappointed when I looked it up. His name is actually Mike White. Oh, it's Mike so, uh, White. Him, whatever. M <laughs> uh, M White. I am White. I'm I'm White. <laughs> uh, my trash of the week. I, I, I normally we pick a person. I'm going to take the whole Kansas City Chiefs as my trash. <laughs> uh, the league has spent the last three years trying to scheme them up, and it's finally happened. And I don't think the Chiefs have done enough to, you know, to like duke and jive and evolve to avoid this oncoming train that they now find themselves standing in front of at the moment. I, I, I mean, look, I, I guess I think that they could get better this year, but I, I see this turnaround effort as more of a next year goal. These Chiefs are done and they look Damn. like absolute fucking trash. You are trash! Sorry. Damn, bro. And I don't want it to be true because I, I mean, they're like one of, I don't, you know, they're not my team, but I'm like everybody else. I got sucked in because they're fun to watch. Yeah. But now they're just like, they don't even look like they're having fun. Damn. Well, that leads me into my shit got learned. Mm. Shit that I learned this week is that the Chiefs are officially a bad team. Yep. I can't believe this, what my eyes are showing me, but my eyes are showing me that uh, despite having... Uh, uh, the best wide receiver or one of the best uh, skilled players in the league, and having the best quarterback, and certainly the probably the best tight end in the league, and the best tight end in the league too. Uh, yeah. It's just like, and they have a good receiving core. It's just like, what happened? Not not much changed on the team, but except for maybe everybody figured them out. And uh, mm. Eric Bieni, this is your chance to prove it that you're that valuable piece everybody's talking about. He's a He's a bad interview, I heard. Yeah, he's a bad interview. And he's this was his this year was his year to prove to everybody. This was his interview, his final interview to prove that you're the best offensive coordinator in the NFL. And he's failing the interview. Not so, good. So they are uh to me, that's my shit that got learned. What the fuck happened to the Chiefs, man? Mm. Right. Uh my shit that got learned. Okay, so I I maybe hinted at this before. Uh I obviously don't know this yet. But I think that I learned that Deshaun Watson is going to be the next quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Really? Yeah. I, I think, I, like, I just feel that that's what's going to happen. Oh, wow. Right? So let me give you a little background on why I think that. Okay. David Tepper, he's yeah. the owner. Uh, he's had a raging hard on for Watson ever like since. <laughs> Speaking of raging hard on. Yeah, he, <laughs> since before the sexual uh, assault allegations. Uh, Tepper is rich as hell mm. and has an unlimited supply of like, you know, this wealthy white privilege <laughs> with a with a surprisingly low amount of fucks to give uh, as he has already shown <laughs> how irrational a man can be by actually coming to the conclusion that somehow Sam Darnold was his next best choice at quarterback, right? Right. This is the kind of guy who has been quoted in interviews. I looked this up. This guy, because I remember I read some of this stuff before, but I looked it up again yesterday. This is a quote from David Tepper. He's talking about going to a restaurant. He said, if someone is an asshole, like a waiter at a restaurant, I think to myself, I could just buy this place and fire that guy. 
right? Oh, shit. According to the New York Post, he paid $43.5 million for the beachfront mansion of a former Goldman Sachs supervisor who passed him over for promotion, and then he had the house demolished, and then he rebuilt a house nearly twice as big on the same property. This is the kind of guy we're dealing with. Oh, okay? disgusting. This man apparently has on his wall, this is not a joke, he, on his wall, in his office, he has a, 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 a set of veiny brass testicles oh, yeah, affixed to a plaque inscribed with the words, the most valuable set of all time. If, if, if there is anyone who will not give two shits about what people think about him employing an alleged sexual predator as his starting quarterback, it's David Tepper. Mm. Strong argument, uh, and it depends if Watson wants to go there. Because and I also think that this clause. guy, this guy's like a former hedge fund, or maybe still current hedge fund kind of guy, like one of these oh, guys okay. who's like, this guy eats sexual harassment for breakfast, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's gonna, he's yeah. like, fuck it. Oh, oh, twenty two massage therapists, Ugh, boring. Like I got so many lawyers to get you out of this. Fuck uh, it, come over here and throw me some touchdowns. Damn, what a strong. Shit got learned right there. I'm telling That's you. That's the hottest take ever. I'm telling you. If, if he's going anywhere, he's going to Carolina. I think he's not going anywhere. I think that is probably the equal. I, I agree with you. That is either more likely or as likely. Yeah. Because I think it's. Unless some they point, drop the price, which helps Tepper. Yeah. But he probably don't care. I mean, do you get. He'll it's just such send a him heavy a, price. He'll just send him a picture of his brass balls. Um, which I would like, like to send a picture. I have a ball story, which I can get into later. I don't okay. know if I've ever told it on this podcast. All right, we can. Uh, but I have a ball story that can rival uh, David Tepper's Oof. brass balls. All right. The uh, one other thing is that the oh, I forgot. Never mind. We'll, we'll go on to the scariest team. Yeah, scariest team. NFC. Who you got? NFC Cardinals, of course. Yeah, I gotta go there. The scariest team. I still don't believe, uh, but they got. They hey, it's got. I gotta see it. So for now, they're the scariest team in the NFC. I feel like if they beat the pack, like I am with you. Like I feel like you can make an argument for the Bucks and the Cowboys, given right. the way they're playing. Um, I, I have to agree with you that it's the Cardinals, and there's something about it that just can't let me just say it. It's definitively the Cardinals. Uh, it's called Cliff but if Kingsbury. they win, <laughs> if they win, if they beat the Packers on mm. Thursday Night Football. That's it. It's over. They're definitely the scariest yeah. team. I mean, the season's not over, but they got the uh, they got the GM and the owner to go and grab all the players they could. This uh, we said they were making moves, man. They were mm. making their they're making their run right now, Ram style. They did. We made fun of it in the off season, but now they look pretty smart. Yeah, uh, scariest team AFC. Um, <laughs> I have to go with a team that was on the bye week, and that's Buffalo Bills. <laughs> 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 Even though the last time they played, they lost, right? Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they got beat by the Titans. Titans. It's hard to. Is it the Titans? It's not I, the. I, it's, I hard, say, it's hard to say the Titans because they got beat by the Jets. Yeah, it's hard. Right? Yeah. So I want to say Buffalo is still the scariest team because mm. they can win with defense off his legs of the quarterback, arm of the quarterback. I got to go to Buffalo. I, I think the Bills and the Ravens and the Titans are still scary. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with recency bias, baby. <laughs> I'm going Cincinnati Bengals. Stop scary team. To... How many times in my life am I going to be able to say Cincinnati Bengals yeah, good point. are the best team in the AFC? I got them here. Look at my list right here. It says Bengals, question mark, question mark, question mark. I mean, look at them. They're confident. They're dynamic. They're yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, they feel like I. Fi- when I watch the Bengals, I feel the same way 
that I felt when I, in the past three years of watching the Chiefs. Like they feel like Damn. the fu- like they feel like the funnest team. Okay. To watch. It, it, Detroit's it, a fun team to watch. Well, <laughs> that's that's more like train wreck value. Okay. Yeah. All right, I, I feel it. I got them. On, I had them on here with question marks. I just can't say it. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. man. Well, uh, that's it for this episode of NFL. We'll come. We're gonna come back and talk about um in a in a later episode this week. Stay tuned because we're gonna talk about Marshawn Lynch on Monday Night Football. Right. We're gonna talk about an update of the hot seats yep. of the coaches, and uh, then we're gonna make our picks for the the next week's games. So stay week tuned. Eight. Yeah, week eight, baby. Uh, stay tuned. We'll holler at y'all later. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sarah. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll holler. <laughs> Peace. Later. later, y'all. <laughs>it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.